Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 155. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to kick off the arc of the others by talking about a deck from Jumbo Commander. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going into the Christmas season, so we got new giveaways, lots of stuff to, to, to thank CCO Nation for being here to spread a little bit of Christmas tree tree cheer cco style we're going to kick off a new arc by talking about a deck from our good friend jumbo commander but before we do any of that we're going to thank our official sponsors face-to-facegames.com they're canada's biggest magic store Ooh, very much so my order has shipped Ooh, i'm excited i know i talked about it last week but this week it's in route in en route in, in transit in route there you go i don't know it doesn't matter it's, it's on the it's on the fucking airplane yeah or a, a bus you know what it's not on? Oh, shout out to our boy Alex. You know what it's not on? A train. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow uh, Canadian news at all, one of our two major railway companies is on strike. Nah, they're not on strike anymore, are they? No. I don't know. Nah, the strike. I don't so. follow the news. <laughs> they were on strike for longer than they usually are. They usually go on strike for like two days. They're on strike for like five days. It was only five days. Yeah. It felt like a lot longer because lots of people out east were complaining about the lack of like gasoline propane. and propane. They had to heat their houses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, guess that's why you strike in the winter. Yeah. You strike when people need you the most. I suppose. That way people will give you what you want, S- I assume. Speaking of needing the most, we needed Jumbo Commander. I don't know. No, nah, you nah, didn't get there, man. You <laughs> fell short on that one. <laughs> Our uh, our good friend DJ runs the Jumbo Commander YouTube channel. Check it out. Links will be in the show notes. We are featuring a deck of his today. This is one that he has like at his house right now in a box somewhere. I, I assume it's in a box. Like if you sat down to play Magic with with Jumbo Commander, he would he'd bust this out and be like, "What if he's a heathen and just keeps it in like his backpack with a rubber band around it?" He might. He might. And it's an expensive deck too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give the commandies a read, and let's talk about everything else. All right, we're playing partners today. Partners, that's why I said commandees. That's right, we're playing uh, Ishai Ojitai Dragon Speaker, who's a 1-1 bird monk for white-blue 2. Got flying. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, you get a plus-one, plus-one counter on it. And then it's got partner. Sure. So sure. And the partner is girl that I have at home, my girl Tana the Butt Sewer. She is a 2-2 for red-green 2 with trample. Whenever she does combat damage to a player, you get that many saps or sapperlings that are 1-1s and are green. Sweet. So two 4-drop commanders, one in Azorius, one in Gruul. I believe that 4-color combination is called Ink Treader? Sure. Sure. Dink Sledder. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that lots. That's when you like go to the snow, like the sliding hill, butt-ass naked. And you penguin slide down on your belly. Yep. I wouldn't recommend it. No. No, you get a like a, a chafing road rat. It's, oh, yeah. You ever bad. get ice burned? Yeah. You ever get ice burned at like 120 kilometers an hour? Uh, not going that fast. No. I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Definitely uh, not a pleasurable experience yeah. for anybody involved. Yeah, I've had some pretty wicked snowboard accidents. I don't think I was ever going that fast, though. <laughs> So the everything else I was talking about is we are announcing a new deck giveaway. We have another Brawl deck. The last time we gave Chulane away, it seemed to be very popular and very well received. So we are giving another Chulane Brawl deck away. Yeah, let's just do it again. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So if anybody is interested in winning that for free as a little bit of a Christmas gift from your boys at CCO. Of course, you can find all of the social media posts that promo the giveaway. Usually it involves a, a like, a share, a a tagging of one's friend or friends, and that'll get you a Tulane deck. Probably. The, the odds are very high that you will win. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% the odds are high. Yes. <laughs> Additionally, each episode this arc, we are going to take one lucky patron or listener, and they are going to win an additional Christmas present. Yeah, we're giving away playmats. Ooh, just playmats? No. We've got some special stuff planned, no spoilers, but today it is a playmat. Yes. And we do have a winner. Yes. 
Our winner of our very first CCO Xmas giveaway is Rebendedick Hindlick. No air horn today because it's not the main deck giveaway. Wait, I could have played the air horn just then? Nope. Well, you're, no, this is, this is happening. This is happening. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> I got there. It's well, Christmas. I do what I want. That's a, that's a real thing. Rebecca, you are the winner. We will get in contact, or if you're listening to this the day it comes out, get in contact with us. We have a playmat for you. Thank you for the Patreon support. Thank you for being a member of CCO Nation. Merry Xmas, as Brando says, or whatever other holiday you choose to celebrate, indulge in, spend time with your family in with... I kind of just trailed. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. The moral of the story is we're happy to have you, and there's a thing. New Patreon sign-up gift, patreon.com slash podcast. if you are in a position to help the show grow. CCO sticker pack. That's the, the old white one from last year and the new black one from this year. Ooh, Send you both. Yeah, what happens when we get another one? Then we'll have three-pack sticker things, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so any new patrons in the arc of the other will receive that. Jumbo Commander, let's talk about him for a minute. Deej. The Deej? Favorite memory of DJ. Favorite memory of DJ is when he led us into his sweet, like, giant penthouse in Vegas. And I was running all around like a crazy person because I couldn't believe I was actually in. You were filming and then you lost the video? Yeah, and then I lost, the, save it. I lost the damn video of, like, me running around all crazy. And there was, like, pictures of, like, naked people on the walls. And there was beer and there was a bar and there was, like, a little, like, bowl of nuts. And there was, like, three freaking showers. I couldn't. I'm still in awe of that happening. And it's just really cool that, like... He was like, hey, guys, I'm just staying in this penthouse. You should come hang out with me. And then we, like, <laughs> yeah. hung out with this regular dude in this insane environment. It was just really cool. Yeah, very much so. DJ's generosity that day knew no bounds. Sure. Yeah, he spent time with us. He he gave us some beer. All around good dude, of course, at Jumbo Commander on Twitter. And links and, and everything you need to know about him will be in the show notes wherever you get the, wherever you get the cast. Yes. So you can give him a follow on Twitter, of course, if you don't already, and check out his YouTube channel if you don't already. Yep. He, he, uh, he's got a pretty big channel, right? He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Does deck techs and stuff. We like it. I don't think he's ever teched this deck, <laughs> which is what we wanted. That's what we asked for. So I guess without any further ado, do you want to get right into it? I guess. I, I guess, guess we could do a deck I guess we whatever. could talk about a deck on the show. That's fine. It's fine. We always start with creatures. We usually go alphabetically, as I have been wont to do recently, though I've been dragging the cards around, so they are not in any particular order other than the order that I decided to put them in. We're going to start with a creature that I think we played last week in Crystalline Crawler. Yeah, so four drop. It's got Converge, though. So it gets it enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each different color of mana you spent on it. And in a four-color deck, if you spend four different color, it'll be a 5-5. Five, five. You can remove a plus one to get a mana of any color, or you can tap it to put a plus one on it, which is going to be quite important. Yes, you'll notice a theme as we move on through the creatures in the deck. We have a Bane of Progress. Bane of P. B of P. B of P. Not to be confused with BP, which gives you the GCs. Or DP, which gives you something else. Also gives you the GCs. All right, keep going. Don't Google any of that. No, none of it. Two, two for six. Sounds Jeez, terrible. It sounds awful, Way Ryan. to go, DJ. <laughs> Why are we playing this crap? <laughs> when it enters the battlefield, destroy all artifacts and enchantments. Then you put a plus one on B of P for each thing destroyed this way. Oh, that's. I guess that's why we're playing it. Yeah, hey? so how big is that routinely if you cast it on schedule? Like, is it a 10-10? No, nah, probably not. Is it an 8-8? Usually when I play it, it's like a 6-7. Usually. It's usually a 6-6. Six, six, or you just don't bother playing it. Yeah, 6-6 six, six for 6 is good. The plus 1, plus 1 counters are a lot of gravy in this deck. There's yeah. there's lots of gravy. Yeah. We're getting to that. Yeah. We got a Bastion Protector. It's a 3-drop, three 3-3, three, so it's fine. Commandies you control get plus 2 and indestructible. I forgot she, that part. She does not look like she believes she's going to survive whatever that... Like she's got her shield up. She doesn't look like she's going to make it. Yeah. She does not think she's... She's like, you know what? This is how my life ends. That's what she's saying in that picture. She's protecting her commanders, though. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, once. All right, we've got a Bloodspore Thrynax. 
I don't even remember what this does. Ooh, this butt spore. Oh, there Planet you go. <laughs> Got to say it right. <laughs> this is from Alara originally. We're gonna go with that. It's a two-two for four lizard. <laughs> it's got devour. So when it enters the battlefield, you devour one as many times as you want, right? You can sack as many creatures as you want, and then you get plus one plus one counters for each number in devour. In this case, it's one. So you sack yeah. three things, you get three counters. Yeah, it's fine. Each other creature you control enters the battlefield with an additional X plus one plus one counters, where X is the number of plus one counters on Blood Spore Thrinax. Dang. Yeah. So as long as this is big, all your stuff gets big. And just so anybody following along at home knows, even if your card wasn't going to enter with plus ones on it, this makes it so it does. Yes. So just throwing that out there. And we got some a blue-haired lady in Champion of Lampholt. Yeah. I like blue hair. I think it's I think it's fun. Yeah, she got the uh Sasha Banks look kind of but with an axe. No, I like it less now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. 1-1 one, one for 3. Creatures with power less than Champion of Lampholt's power can't block creatures you control. Not just her. All creature. Huh. Yeah, people forget that part. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, she gets a plus 1 plus 1 counter. Ooh. So she's got the Animar ability. Neat. Yeah, she gets big. I should put her in my Tana deck. Yeah, because you get Sapperlings. Yeah. You got a hit, and then a creature entered the battlefield, and, and then, then I she can, gets big. And it makes it way easier for me to hit them again. Ooh. Yeah. Thanks, DJ. My yeah. EDH&M playgroup will curse your name forever. Uh, next up, we have a Chasm Skulker. Whenever you draw a card, it gets a plus one. When it dies, you get squids, one ones, equal to the plus ones on it. So it's a one one for three. That guy gets huge. And then that guy makes a whole bunch of little squiddies. And if you have a big time blood spore thrinax in play, you get a whole bunch of giant squids. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. You gotta like that. All right, we got a forgotten ancient. Whenever a player casts a spell, whenever a player casts a spell, that's any player, any spell, puts a plus one on this guy. At the beginning of your upkeep, you can move any number of plus ones from him to other creatures. You just disperse them. Or you lump them all onto your chasm skulker or your blood spore thrinax or. Whatever. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's pretty effing good, it's, too. It's important to note that, like, when you move counters, that counts as putting counters on something. Even yes. if it already had counters. Yes. So, just throwing that out there. All right. One of my favorite creatures of this creature type, Hooded Hydra. Yeah, it looks like a bunch of cobra heads on that, like, dinosaur. I like it because it's a snake. It's a snake yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Enters the battlefield with X plus ones on it like Hydra's would. Green, green X for zero, zero. When it dies, create a one, one green snake creature for each plus one on it. It's got morph for green three. And when you morph it, it just gets five counters. It sucks. Uh, does it suck? I, I think it sucks. I suppose if you make... You just said it was good. Well, no, the morph thing sucks. I, oh. hate, I don't like this morph. It's stupid. It's dumb. If you're going uh, yeah, to pay eight, get a six, six. Is that the return? You pay it for three, and then you pay for five, you get eight, you get a five-five. Yeah. Oh, and if you just go, if you pay eight, you get a six-six. Yeah. I suppose you could play it uh, in installments, right, over, I, like, on turn three, then on turn five. I guess. There's probably you, better stuff you can do for five. You could play your commandy on turn four. Yeah. Or, or if you have a different four drop, you could go all the way to eight and then play both your commanders on eight. I don't know. Sure. I'm, just, I'm just thinking about how the deck might, uh, how it might run, you know? It might run by playing a Gyre Sage. This would do it. It's got Evolve, so whenever anything enters the battlefield with bigger power or toughness, it'll get a plus one, and it'll get a green to your mana pool for each plus one on it. When you tap it. Yes. Yeah. Put uh, put your Forgotten Ancient counters on that bad boy. Is this thing still expensive? Hydroid Crasis? Hydroid Crasis. I remember at one point they were they were quite a bit. It's a jellyfish Hydra Beast, you know. <laughs> let's just see how many creature types we can fit on there i think it still is i think it still sees plain standard at us if we're wrong i guess yeah I, I don't know so what does it do it's a zero zero hydra beast thing jellyfish for simic x enters battlefield gain half x life and draw half x cards round jesus. it down jesus sure flying trample fine and it enters battlefield with x plus ones on it and it's a, like a bunch of snakes with like a inflatable balloon for an ass, and it's eating a guy. Yeah, I like those b- balloon ass things. A couple, a couple like um, Terramander had a bubble ass like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like those guys. I'm a fan. Uh, we got Incubation Druid. 
you can add a mana of any color to your mana pool if it has a plus one on it, right? Uh, no, it you, you tap it, you can make a mana of any color that a land you have could make. But if it has a plus one, plus one counter on it, you get three mana instead. Oh, it's like reflecting pool or 3x reflecting pool. Yes. And it's got adapt three, which is like put three plus ones on it for five mana. It's fine. It's we don't fine. we don't care because we can just put plus one counters on it in other ways that it don't cost five. Yeah. You want to put plus one, plus one counters on things? Yeah. You want to slap the shit out of people? Yeah. Play Cranko Tin Street Kingpin. Yeah. It's funny, in in, uh, in the strengths and weaknesses section, we're going to talk about slapping the shit out of somebody. <laughs> DJ gave me some messages on how he plays the deck. It's funny. One, two, for three, Cranko is. Whenever he attacks, right? Yep. You put a plus one counter on him, and then you create a one, one red goblin for each power. Yes, so when you attack with him the first time, you get two bros, then three bros, four bros, five bros. Unless bros. the first time you attack with him, he's got like 20 plus one counters on him. That also, yes, that's a thing. <laughs> you just get 20 <laughs> goblins that all come into play with blood spore, Thrynax <laughs> amount of counters. I like this deck. This is a very Brando deck. It is. It is. I can, I like I can imagine sitting across the table from you and just seeing all your fucking counters instead of using dice, you use those little... Those little red chips. Yeah. You gotta count every one every time, and it's taking you like 700 years just to declare an attack. <laughs> well, you guys could just concede because you know that I'm probably gonna win once I start counting. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one I don't particularly understand why it's here, but maybe there's something that I missed. It's an Ixadron? Because you got all these great dudes, and you're gonna flip them over into being shitty dudes. Well, I guess if your whole team has counters on it, right? When they flip, they keep their counters. I guess. And if you, if your opponent has lots of good stuff, you just flip everybody's everything and they all turn into face down tutus. That's what Ixodron does for five mana. I suppose. It's like a wrath, but not a wrath. Yeah, it's a wrath that isn't a wrath that's like a creature that lets you keep all your counters that you had to work for. And then you just crash in, I guess. I guess. They can still attack. They don't exit the battlefield, you know what I mean? And you have that one dude with morphs, you can get your Hooded Hydra back. Hey, Hooded Hydra! <laughs> Speaking of Hydras, we have a Colonian Hydra. Ooh, a Colonial Hydra. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, he probably lives in a nice house. <laughs> He's a 5-drop zero, 0 with Trample, enters the battlefield with 4 plus 1s. When he attacks, double the number of counters. That's a good word. Yeah. That's a good yeah. word. Double is a good word when it comes to counters or money or food. Yeah, Magic the Gathering in general. Unless oh. you're talking about price of like... Well, I was thinking like if somebody's going to give you a bag of money and then they give you double bag of money. Yes. Or if somebody's going to give you like a chicken thigh and then like double chicken thigh. Yes. Yeah, just those are both good things. I haven't eaten breakfast. I'm very hungry. Uh, next up, we have a Loyal Guardian. Five drop, four, four with trample, lieutenant. That means if you control your commander, it does an extra thing. In this case, at the beginning of your combat on your turn, if you control your commandy, put a plus one counter on each creature you control. That's pretty good. You have double the chance to control your commander because there's two of them. Yeah. And the commander, remember, whenever anybody casts a spell, our commander's going to get plus one counters as well. Yeah. Or whenever it slaps the crap out of somebody, you're going to get dudes to put counters on. Yeah, Loyal Guardian. The 2018 Lieutenant Cycle was good, hey? Very good. Yeah, the one gives you a haster, the one draws you cards, that one makes your guys buff. I like it. One of them makes people lose life. I guess that's Is that fine? That's there. That's fine. It's yeah, there. It's there too. It's there as well. What's the white one do? Lieutenant. And then just like, that's all it says. Yeah, it just says Lieutenant. It just literally does nothing. Its name is Lieutenant because <laughs> it's like a soldier. Oh, fucking white. Get bent. <laughs> Wizards, make white better. No, nah, don't. Support color for life. I've had enough of white shit. As a red player, white can suck it forever. It can eat dirt through a straw until the end of time. Oh, the really powdery dirt that you could actually suck through a straw like pixie sticks. That's right. Gets stuck in its teeth, and everybody knows that white's been eating fucking sand instead of food because it sucks so bad. That's right. All right, let's continue on. Let's continue on. As much as I like dunking on white, we'll we'll keep moving here. We got another Hydra in Mana Gorger Hydra. Ooh. Whenever a player casts a spell, it gets a plus one. It's a... This is a weird Hydra, hey? This is a 1-1 one, one Trampler for three. 
That's just like, ugh. yeah. But it gets huge because it's got like that, that ability. Whenever that, a player plays a spell, he gets a counter. Hey, are you gonna cast spells in games? No. Oh, damn! You're supposed to say yeah and play into it. <laughs> oh, oh! Try again. Try again. Hey, are you gonna cast spells in games? Yes. Oh, our things are gonna get big. <laughs> we got That's there. It's like the the third or fourth one of those we've seen. Hey. Do you ever look at hydras, like the pictures of them, and then look at all the different heads and wonder which head is the friendly head and which one is the asshole head? Nope. Hmm. Just me. Most likely. Oh. I'm spoiled. I, you don't probably other people do it, but. I gloss over hydras pretty quickly because they're kind of not my thing. Oh, well, all right then. In, in, just for the record, in this one, the left head is the asshole head and the middle head is the good buddy head, just so that we're all clear. I think the one that's looking more direct at us in the right head is the the friendly one. That looks like he's kind of got a big smile on his face. Well, yeah, but he's going to breathe a laser on us. Well, I mean... That's what he's doing there. He's still... Pew, pew. Laser. He's still... I mean, that's probably as friendly as Hydras get, is ble- breathing lasers on you, right? Well, no, the friendliest Hydras would get would be showing up to your house for Christmas with beer. That's as friendly as they could be. Uh, do you got to invite them in like vampires? I don't think so. They probably just crash through the fucking door. Yeah, they eh? probably just, one of the, the asshole head probably just like sticks its head through the window. It's like, hey, I'm here. Let us in. Ah. Yeah, that's the one that doesn't bring drinks. And then the nice head has the drinks, and then the middle head's like just sort of there too. And it's like, hey guys, sorry about these guys. Sorry about your window. Yeah, sorry about my drunk friend and my asshole friend. Yeah. See, see the see the other head. I think is secretly the nice head. Ooh. Uh. And see the intricacies. They're there. Yeah, I suppose it's not just green smashy smashy. Correct. Oh. It's layers like oh. onions and ogres. Next up, we have a Marath, Will of the Wild. Wow, there's a novel. Holy shit. Okay, so enters the battlefield with plus ones equal to the number of mana you spent to cast it. Yes. So in this case, three. Because it just costs Naya. Yep. Okay. X, remove a plus one, choose one. Put a counter on target creature, or it deals X damage, or you create an XX. X can't be zero. Yes. Now, this card was meant to be the commander of a deck. That's why it has that first ability where it just gets bigger every time you play it from your from your zone. Yeah. In our case, we probably put plus one counters on other creatures, right? Probably. And then they're going to get doubled. I don't know how we're going to do that. But, you or, know. or you just dirty, rotten wreck the Hirobi player. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay nothing, do nothing, and kill you, dude. Uh, no, that's why X can't be zero. Aww. Yeah, they had to errata that card pretty quickly after <laughs> it came out because of X being zero to, yeah. Give yourself infinite enter the battlefield triggers for nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That week that it was, it was like that? Ooh. Yeah, Perforos didn't exist at the time. But if it did. Ooh. <laughs> All right, we got a, another Brando special in Marisi, Breaker of the Coil. Yeah, you actually play this commandy now. I do. It's a cat commandy. It is. 5-4 for Naya and 1. Your opponents opponents can't uh, cast spells during combat? And no combat tricks. Yeah, whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, gain gold. Each creature that player controls. All their creatures have to attack, and they can't attack you unless you're the only opponent left. Yeah, so Ishai or one of your tramplers gets in past their line of defense because flying and trample, and then they have to tap out, and then next turn you just smash their head through the concrete. Exactly. Okay. It's curb stomp o'clock. Uh, speaking of devour, here's a good devour. I don't think I've ever seen this payoff, though, ever in a game of EDH in my life. Yeah. And it's Mycaloth. It fits the deck, though. It does. It does fit the deck. It's a 4-4 four, four for 5 devour 2. So when an ETBs sack a bro, for each bro you sack, it gets plus two, plus two. Right. Or two plus one, plus one counters. At the beginning of your upkeep, create a one, one green sapperling token for each plus one on it. I don't think I've ever seen it make sapperlings. In a, and that's in all the years oh, you've been playing. You know what? I've seen it make sapperlings one time, and it was last Tuesday. Oh, wow. Not even kidding you. Wowee. And then Evan, like... Flew over Jesse with commander damage. <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> Good. All right. Next up, we have Peer Imaginative Rascal. Ooh. This partners with Toothy, imaginary friend, and we are playing both of them. We are. So three drop for one. If a counter would be placed on a permanent you control, you add an another one of that counter. So if we would get one, it would get two. If it would get two, it would get three. If yeah, if it got 10, it would just get 11. It doesn't double, it just 
gives you an extra one. If you can put them on one at a time, Ooh. you get an extra one each time. Correct. So something like Marath, and you activate it like X is one, X is one, X is one, X is one. That's a good way to do it instead of just going like X is 10. Yeah. Works really good with Toothy, imaginary friend, who whenever you draw a card, it gets a plus one, plus one counter. Ooh, and when it leaves the battlefield, that's the important part, right? Yes. Leaves the battlefield, you draw cards equal to its plus one, plus one counteredness. I 100% won a game with just Toothy at EDH and M last night, just because no, nobody <laughs> removed it. in an is it deck. <laughs> yeah. Just for fun, and it got up to like... Like 37, 37, and nobody had an answer for it, and they didn't want me to draw 37 cards. So I was like, well, let's just play chump blockers, and maybe he won't be able to kill us with it for a while, and we'll get him. And then I rifted everybody and just beat him to death with a toothy. For 40. For 40. Yeah, I just, it was, it was a good game for me. They saw playing Legacy for like a hot minute, hey? I can see that. Lots of plus ones and lots of card draw. Yeah. And lots of smashy smashy. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. All right, we got a Plax Caster Frogling. Laser Frog, as I like to call him. Yeah, Graft 3. So here's another weird ability that I probably have to explain. Damn it. <laughs> graft is entering the battlefield with plus one, plus one counters equal to the Graft number. Three. Yeah, so Graft 3. So it's a 3-3-4 three, three, Simic and 1. And you can pay 2. Target creature with a plus one, plus one counter on it has Shroud until end of turn. I should also say graft when another creature enters a battlefield, you can move the graft counters from your frog onto the creature. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, so then you could like give a guy a counter when he comes in and then pay two and give him shroud. Now, we have discussed this last time we played Plaxcaster Frogling. Is he breathing a laser or doing a Kamehameha like from Dragon Ball Z? Or is he about to get the shit roasted out of him in this picture? I think he's not breathing it because his mouth is open. It doesn't look like it's coming out of his nostrils, <laughs> if frogs have those. I think he's about to get blasted, and then the laser is, like, in mid-flight, but it has stopped right before it hit him. Also, I've, I've just noticed this, now that I'm wearing glasses and I can see good, that frog looks like me after the Christmas party. Oh, yeah. He's just... Oh, God. Uh, look at his hair. <laughs> oh, it's like... Uh, look, look at that frog's hair. <laughs> What the hell? Oh, oh man. man. So good. Plax caster frog. <laughs> what a guy. Next up, we have Selvala, Heart of the Wild. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card if that creature's power is greater than any other creature's power you control. Any other creature's power. Sure. Yeah. It has to if it's the big if you get a dude and it's the biggest dude, you draw a card. And then you can go green tap at X. Any combination of colors to your mana pool where X is the greatest power among other creatures you control. There it is. Dang. So do you play this to draw cards or do you play this to make mana? Or just like kind of a little bit of both? Yes. Is it... I've never played it, but I know it's like really good. I don't know why it's really good, but at the same time, it's like... Like Smothering Tithe doesn't look like it's very good. And then all of a sudden it's very good. And Ristic Study is like, oh, just pay the one. It's not a big deal. But it's very good. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like really good, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> and how about uh, Primeval Protector? This was a commander special. 10-10 for 10 and green. What the hell? Okay. One less to cast for each creature your opponents control. So it maybe costs like, I don't know. One. Five. One. Somewhere in between there. Enters the battlefield with a plus one for each other creature we control. Seems fine. Jesus. So it's like a 15-15 for, even if you pay five. If we got five creatures and our opponents have five creatures, that's a 15-15 for six. Doesn't even have trample. It's, I don't know. I think it's fine. You know what? The point is it's got counters and it's cheap and it's going to beat. That's true. Is he going to beat as hard as Rishkar Pima Renegade? Oh, I love this card. 2-2 two, two for 2. Enters the battlefield, put a plus 1 counter on up to 2 target creatures. Cool, so we already want to be doing that, right? Yep. Each creature you control with a counter on it, any kind of counter, has tap at a green. Ooh, that is a good card. That's pretty good. I like that one. You know what card I like? Shaman of the Great Hunt. <laughs> yeah, what? He's just like a little squat troll. He doesn't have a neck. <laughs> he looks like Ram Man from He-Man. Oh, that'd be a good altar. Yeah. Every Thursday on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 4-2 for 4 with haste. 
Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one on that creature. Hell yeah. Yeah, so he's doing what we want to do, and he's got Ferocious, which is if you control a creature with power four or greater, yep. you, you can, yeah, if, if he only has this ability if you have a creature with power four or greater, you can pay Simic, Simic two, draw a card for each creature you control with power four or greater. Ferocious is actually an ability that when activated, it does something for things with creatures four or greater, I think. Uh, sure. I think that's how that works. That's anyway. like shamanic revelation right there, right? Draw a card for each like creature or something. Yeah, except it's four or greater. And it's probably most of the creatures in the deck past a certain point. Yeah, it's at least one because he has power four or greater. Yes. What's Spellseeker? This enters the battlefield. You can search for a, uh, a instant or sorcery with CMC two or less. I don't remember what we search for. But that is a mighty card. I'm sure we'll get there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get to it. After we talk about Steelbane Hydra. Another Hydra. This is a Turtle Hydra. Like it. Green, green, X. X counters. Three. Remove a counter. Destroy an artifact or enchantment. He's got grip on him, essentially. Disenchant. Disenchant costs white one. Grip costs green uh, naturalize. two. Naturalize. Green one. You split second. It's an ability. It's just as difficult to counter. Ooh. Nobody plays Stifle. That's not true. I did see somebody get their oh, Planeswalker Ultimate get Stifled the other day. Oh. oh, so good. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It's like, I'll just kill my Planeswalker to get this sweet emblem. No. Fuck, you know what my favorite thing ever? I, it, it was like it happened. I saw like a table. It happened to some guy in a table in Vegas or something. He's like three turns in a row. I'm just standing there bullshit. And he's like, oh, there's my land. Plays his fetch land. Goes to crack it, guy stifles it. Oh, no. <laughs> Pay one, discard a card, get wrecked, son. Yeah. Oh, Sunscorch Regent. Whenever a opponent casts a spell, he gets a plus one, plus one, and we gain a life. He's a, it happens to be a 4-3 flyer for five, which is nothing to be trifled at. Is it dragon? Yes. Are those his nostrils or his eyes above th the laser there? What do you think? I think they're his eyes. They're little beady eyes. Yeah, this is, is is it his eyes or his nostrils? It's tribal. <laughs> it's like that's what we're playing. Autorian Mauler. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, he gets a plus one, plus one counter. There's got to be a name for that. Can we just call it like Torian? Sure. Sure. Mauler. Yeah, Yeah, Mahler. okay, okay. All right, how about Thought Sponge? Thought Sponge? <laughs> what the fuck? What even is that? It's a floating butthole with one of those blow-up asses. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Four mana, flash, one, one, enters the battlefield with plus one, plus one counter on it, equal to the number of cards eat an opponent has drawn this turn. Okay. When it dies, draw cards equal to its power. That seems like a meta card. Yes. That seems like you're assuming your opponents are just going to be draw fiends, and they're going to be like, yeah, drawing cards all the time, and then you're going to... Yeah, you know what? Four mana is a lot to keep open on the off chance that your opponent harmonizes or like brainstorms or harmonizes and then brainstorms. What if you're playing a Nekuzar player and they go like, <laughs> fuck. What if you go like windfall? Everybody draw seven and yeah. you draw your thought sponge. You just go, ha, thought sponge, get wrecked. I'll draw 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's equal to the greatest oh, then number. Oh, you would just die yeah, because would, Nekuzar. Yeah, you would just eat a plate of shit. <laughs> With a, with a fork and spoon. All right, uh, becoming a commander staple, still more money than I want to pay for a creature ever, Tireless Tracker. Three mana, three, two. Whenever uh, it's landfall, investigate, right? So it's yep. landfall, you get a clue, and you can sack a clue and pay two, draw a card, kind of like food except better. Yep, and whenever you sack a clue, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it. All things I want to be doing in this deck, I guess, right? They're all cool. They're all good. Uh, how about a vegetarian graft mage? Or Vegetarian Ass Mage. I like that better. Got there. Yeah. So it's got Graph 2. So enters the battlefield with two plus ones. You can move them when other stuff enter the battlefield. And you can pay blue one, untap a creature with a plus one on it. So you untap your 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 elf that like taps for green for each counter. You can make tons of mana. Yeah. Do we have any way to... We, we could probably go infinite with that card somehow in this deck. With that elf that taps to make any number of mana? Yep. Just, yeah. That's how you do it. That's... That does it all by itself. Yep. Uh, Wrecking Ogre. This has got Double Strike, 3-3 three, three for 5, and it's got Blood Rush, so you pay Red Red 3, 
discard it, and it gives target creature plus three and double strike. Target attacking creature. Oh, sure. I feel like DJ just put this in the deck knowing that we were going to attack it to, like, make me rage. To troll you? Because to ogre you? This is terrible. It's You know what? If your commander, like your Ishai commander, has 10 counters on it, that makes it an 11-11, you could pay five, double strike it, and kill somebody. If only there was some way, only there was some way in white to just give all your creatures double strike, and maybe lifelink at the same time. I j- I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe that exists. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it could happen. I like that it's a, it's a combat trick that will result in a commander damage kill that is also still a creature. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm on to you, DJ. Xenagos God of Revels is our last creature. Oh, fuck. That's lots of creatures, eh? That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you you go into combat and you can give target creature plus X plus X where X is its power? Yes. Got there. Awesome. So you're just going to crash in for like 100. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, I don't mind doing that. You know, I was thinking you could also make your champion of Lampolt bigger so that your opponents can't block. Oh yeah. Like I'm there, sure I'm sure of... lots of times it's very correct to move like a ton of counters or specifically target the champion just to make your team unblockable. Why don't I have one of those? I need where would I get one of those? What set is that? That is Commander sixteen. It was also in uh, original Innistrad block somewhere. I think I have a bunch. If you need one, I'll just give it to you. It's like a buck. I'm going to get me one of those. That's going to be good. Just remind me. I will. I'll remind you to remind me because you'll fucking forget. <laughs> I, I will. So we play that uh, instant or sorcery seeking creature. What do we oh, find? Oh, spell seeker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at all the stuff we can find. This is all good stuff. Uh, I'll start with Berserk. Double the power and toughness and give trample. Destroy that creature at end of turn. Super secret tech, cast it on somebody else's creature when they're not attacking you. <laughs> they're going to kill their opponent, and their creature's going to die. Nice. Uh, Bioshift. Move any number of counters from one thing to another thing. With the same controller. Yes. Sh- y- us. Put yes. them all on your champion of Lamhole. Put them all on your fucking toothy when it's getting bounced. Like, whatever. I dig it. Boros Charm. Gives double strike. That's what we're doing with that, right? Yes. Or indestructible. Sure. Uh, we're playing a rift. You can find that with Spellseeker. You can. And then you can overload it. Yes. Yo, baby. Yeah. Uh, inspiring Call. Draw a card for each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Also, those creatures gain indestructible. Jesus. <laughs> Return of the Wild Speaker. Draw a card for each... Draw a card equal to the greatest power among non-human creatures you control. So... Your Ishai is like a bird monk, right? Yep. 20-20? Sure. Draw 20. Remove it in response to this. Draw 15 because Colonial Hydra or whatever. Yeah, could happen. Yeah, 15 cards for five. Or you can give like your whole team overrun. And we've all seen Sailor Moon, right? Because that's totally what's happening in this picture. Oh, yeah? He's like, moon crystal activation. Woo! And all of his clothes pop off. And in the next card, like in the next set, it's going to be Garrick dressed in like a sailor outfit. That sounds like an altar. <laughs> I don't do anime, though. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, everybody out there. I was solitary heroes. Solidarity of heroes. Solidarity of heroes? I like mine better. Sure. It's got strive, so you can pay green one to target another thing, another thing, another thing every time you pay green one. Choose any number of creech. Double the amount of counters on them. Sure. Wow. When we double stuff, then we can like put extra ones on, and we double double stuff with like doubling season. Might be in the deck. Maybe. Spoiler alert. Team or Battle Rage? Double Strike. You got Ferocious. That's creature with power four or greater. Target creature also gains Trample. Yeah. Yeah. Unbreakable Formation. I was high on this card in set review. You weren't. Nope. Three mana. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. If you cast it during your main phase, you can also put a plus one counter on each of those creatures, and they gain Vidge. Eh. So you're going to do the counter thing, which is great. You're going to leave everybody up to block, and you are going to have everybody still alive. Yeah, it's good in the deck, but eh, whatever. It's good. All right, some sorceries. I don't think we can... No, I guess we can find some of these with uh, Spellseeker. Let's see what they are, Ryan. Ooh. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Uh, Rishgar's Expertise. Draw cards equal to your biggest creature, then play a five drop. 
for free. Oh, Rich Card's expertise. That's a good one. It's a good card. Farseek. Search your library for a plains, island, swamp, or mountain. Put it onto the battlefield tapped. That costs two mana. You can spell seek that. Hour of Devastation. Oh, they did the thing. They did the thing. Where they name a card after the name of the set? Yes. Yes. Five mana. All Creech lose indestructible until end of turn. Hour of Devastation deals five damage to each Creech and each non-Bolus Planeswalker. Huh. It's probably not going to kill any of our stuff because it's all going to be too big. I like that. Yep. Yes. Piers Whim. Ooh, I like this one. For each player, choose friend or foe. Each friend searches their library for a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Then, each foe sacks an artifact or equipment. Enchantment. Or, enchantment, sorry. So, I friend myself and I foe everybody else m most of the time. So One, Toothy doesn't look nearly as cool on that picture. And two, why did they change the color of Piers' skin? Yeah, I don't know. That's just weird. Different artists, maybe? Just strange. Maybe no art direction on, like, ethnicity? Maybe. I find that a little bit hard to believe. The thing that gets me the most is how less cool Toothy looks in that picture. You know what? In any instance that we see Toothy on card art, it just makes me think that's exactly what an imaginary friend of Brando would look like. 100%. Yeah, just a big mouth with teeth. Yeah, and a bunch of hands just walking around. Yep. Yep. It's awesome. Last sorcery in the deck is Winds of Abandon. Exile target creature you don't control for each other... <clears throat> For each creature exiled this way, its controller searches for a basic land, puts on the battlefield tap. So it's path to exile, but it has overload for six. So it's wrath to exile. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I really like the picture on that, that card, too. Yeah, I've altered one before. It was really nice. That's really nice. I like that a lot. And that one you can find a spell seeker because it costs two. Ooh. You can find two different, like, mass removal effects with your spell sweeps, speaker, speaker. That thing. Spellseeker, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Let's talk about some arty facts. We're going to start with the obligatory Sol Ring. That's the only rock in the deck. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got eight instances of like ramp and mana rocks, but only one of them is Sol Ring. Yeah. Uh, I, technically, I guess the Great Henge is also one, so we'll talk about it real quick. Oh, yeah, that counts. It, uh, it, it's a good, mighty card, hey? Duh. Mighty card. What are they thinking? I don't know. They're like, hey, guys, let's print something. Green isn't very good. Let's print a better card for them. And then put more stuff on it. Yeah. And then put more stuff. Then they were drinking after work one day on Friday. You know, fuck, I'm going into work tomorrow. I'm changing that great henge. I'm going to put some more stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, somebody went in on Saturday to do this. Yes. So this is green, green, seven. Costs X less to cast, where X is your biggest creature. So it costs green, green in yes. this deck, right? Tap to add green, green. So it's free now. Yep. <laughs> and you can fucking gain two life. Then, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, its controller draws a card and then puts a plus one counter on it. So it's doing everything we want to do, plus it gives us mana, plus it gives us life, plus it draws us a card. It does actually everything. <laughs> it does God, everything. That's a, that a good-ass card. For free. I got one in the mail coming from face-to-face -face games. Oh, I already got one in the mail from face-to-face -face games. Ooh, there we go. Oh, uh, we got a Conqueror's Flail. Equip creature gets plus one for each color among permanents you control. In this case, it could get up to plus four, which is great. As long as Conqueror's Flail is attached to a creature, your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's the second instance of that we've seen with the cat the cat thing and then this. I so. should play one of those, too. I think I have a deck that I could play that into. Oh, yeah. DJ, give me all kinds of DJ-nerate ideas. Whoa! <laughs> Got him. And the last artifact is Embercleave. This is going to kill you. Usually. This is going to kill your opponent, I should say. So it costs one less to cast each attacking creature you control. It's got flash. When you flash it in, it auto-equips. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has double strike and trample. Boom. I think every time I've ever played this, it has done some kind of game warping something. Yeah, so somebody thinks they're going to take, like, 10 in the air from Ojutai, and they're going to have, like, a turn, or from Ishai, I mean, have a turn or two. And you just go, Embercleave, he's an 11. Now he has double strike. Or Die. She, she. Take 22, Commandy, flying. Oh, baby. <laughs> it's not terrible. And we've got some Planeswalkers. There's three of them. We have a Johnny Collar of the Pride. Puts a plus one on something. I'm going to skip him for right now. Nisa, Voice of Zendikar. She minuses to put a plus one or give you a plant token. And then we have... Jing Yangu. Jing... Jing Rangu Wildcrafter. Sure. sure. He 
lets you he gives you the Rishkar ability, right? Each creature you control with a plus one has tapped to add one mana of any color. And then you can minus minus him to put a plus one plus one counter on a creature. Yeah, that lets us go a really long way with our that that dude that untaps for paying mana, as long as you have a counter. Yes. This lets us go a long way with that too, because that's one of any color. Ooh. We saved enchantments for last because there's some pretty important stuff in here, so we'll just get through. Some of them you're going to think are obvious, and some of them maybe not so obvious. We have a Cather's Crusade. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one on every other creature you control. No, 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 no. Each creature you control, including the one that came into play. Oh, yes. Yes, Cather's Crusade oh, is... Oh, so good with Tana because you attack them and everything else gets counters. Yep. Ooh. So... Does this let you go infinite? Does something just, just like, whenever it gets a plus one, you get a dude? I don't think. There's uh, probably, that probably exists. I don't think it's in yeah, the deck. Yeah, I, I know that DJ said that this is a fun casual deck, and he's probably not meaning to go infinite, but get a get a dude, get a counter, get a dude, that probably exists. It probably happens. Of course, we're playing a doubling season. Everybody knew we're playing a doubling season. There's a doubling season in the deck. We're just going to move on to greater good. Sack a Creech, draw cards equal to its power. Then discard three cards. Well, if we're drawing 20, we don't care that we're discarding three. Yeah, exactly. You don't need those basics oh, in your hand baby. anyway. We have a Primal Vigor. Ooh, I have to read this one sometimes because I always forget what it does, but then I remember it's, like, super good. If one or more tokens would enter to be put onto the battlefield, you get twice that many. Yep. If one or more plus ones would be put onto something, you get twice that many. So it's like doubling season, sort of, and it works for everybody. Yes, so it doesn't it doesn't affect planeswalker loyalties when they enter the battlefield, and it does affect your opponents. It's still like a twenty five dollar card. This because it was only printed in like commander C thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's tough to come by, and it's it's fine. Yeah, uh, we have a Mayel's area. Yeah, this, aria. Whatever. Sure, sure. Naya colors at the beginning of your upkeep. Put a plus one on a creature you control. Then you gain ten life if you control a. 10 power guy, then you win the game if you have a 20 power guy? Yeah. You you get a counter if you have a 5 power guy, then you get 10 life if you have a 10 power guy, then you win the game if you have a 20 power guy. Yeah, that's it. So it's a uh, alt win con, but mostly you're just playing it because it gives you plus 1 counters. I definitely use that in uh, Mossbridge Troll. Just win games. Yeah. I'll just make him into 25-25, win the game. And the Sick. last enchantment is a Hadana's Climb. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus one counter on target creature you control. Then if that creature has three, only three plus one counters on it, you transform Hadana's Climb into... Winged Temple of Araska, which is a legendary land that taps to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Or you can tap green, blue, one, and it, and target creature you control gets flying, and plus X, plus X, where X is its power. I'm assuming that... They get flying because they go into the temple. They get all amped up on all the oxygen that they're pumping into the casino that's inside, and they jump off the roof. Uh, yeah, and they don't die because... They're so huge. Yes. Yes, they're so tough at that point. It's insane. I like that one. It's kind of like double strike, but it's just double power. Yeah. It's fine. It's the whole deck. Sick. Very Brando deck. It is. I would definitely take this somewhere and smack the hell out of it. Next time I see DJ, I'm going to hope he has this with him so that I can play it. Or play yeah. against it just so you could get smacked the hell up. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I would, I would definitely beat this deck because all my decks are the same thing but better. <laughs> shots fired. You get wrecked, DJ. That sounds like it's a shots chal fired. It's a challenge. Maybe we'll see DJ at uh, Magic Fest Seattle. Maybe we will. Yeah, we could play against him there or Magic Fest Anaheim, Magic Fest Vegas, wherever we're all ended up going to. Yes. If we're in the same place at the same time. We will play Magic the Gathering together. So. That's what you do. Oh, yeah. D d dude. And in Vegas, maybe we'll go back to DJ's penthouse, have a big party, but not tell him. And then we'll have to, like, clean up the next morning before he comes home from his business trip. <laughs> you know, you ever do that? Go into somebody else's house and wreck it up and then clean it up before they get back? Well, well they're parents. Like, you're, you know, when you're in high school and you're not supposed to have the party, but you do anyways? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My brother told... My brother broke up with this crazy girlfriend that he was with. Oh, shit. And she, like had a key. She know where my parents' hiding key was because oh. they dated for like a year. Oh, no. And she came and smashed up their house. And then he came home and like found it and had to clean up a bunch. But like some of the stuff was broken. And he took all the heat and lied to my parents and said that he had a party. <laughs> 
because he didn't want them to think any less of the girlfriend that he'd like just dumped. <laughs> that right there is an upstanding gentleman. Didn't want anybody to think like any less of him because he kind of picked a crazy. Dude. And then totally took all the heat for her coming in and smashing up the house. Oh, man. I just would have sewered her. Oh, man. It's so tough. Oh, man. That is some that is some shit. Do your parents know now? I don't even know. Are they I finding out for the first time on the show by if, listening to Commander Hugo podcast? If the episode 155? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He's with a good, good girlfriend now. They slept over at our house last night because she's doing some stuff with her family or something. Oh, dude. That's awesome. Anyways, DJ, DJ hinted to me that the deck is light on removal. We talked about it in the pre-show yesterday. You can check it out on the Commander Cookout YouTube channel. Got there. And instead of removing stuff, he just kills you. Yeah, if you're doing something that he doesn't like, he just kills you. He stole your idea. It's like Brando removal. He does Brando removal. It's It's, fine. It's it's DJ removal. What? That's it. So very top-end EDH, like if we're moving into strengths and weaknesses real quick, Commander is going to kill you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's maybe that's the main way the deck wins if you're playing in a removal light meta. Maybe it's just smash with all your huge creatures. Yeah, I think you could win either way. Yeah. It wins by turning creatures sideways anyway, and the creatures are all good, and they're all sideways, and I like that. Yeah, unless you cast um, Unbreakable Formation, then they have Vigilance. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Brando doesn't like that card because he likes to see cards sideways on the table. That's right. That's right. Probably a little bit slow. Looks like it is... A little bit light on green mana. I commented to DJ. He said not really because it is playing a pretty astute mana base. Fetches dual lands because he has them. But he also said even in a four color deck, you don't need the dual lands because it is casual. It isn't trying to win at breakneck speed. It is more about the experience of playing. Like You know what it feels like to take your Forgotten Ancient that has like just got five counters but then doubled to 10 with a doubling season. Then during your upkeep, you move those 10 counters, but it's 20 because it's doubled with doubling season. You know what that feels like. Oh, yeah, I do. I've done that. That is the the experience in playing the deck, and I appreciate that DJ sent us a deck that really feels like an EDH deck. It feels like an experience. As opposed to just a, like a, I don't know, watching somebody play with themselves until they win. Yeah. And I Nobody think, likes that. I think this is the kind of deck, too, that you might want to actually just have a whole bunch of spin-down D20s so you're not always looking for the number, <laughs> <laughs> right? So you can just tick things up very methodically. Yeah, this could be one of those decks that's just hard to manage, like you, a Mazarek deck. You need a bunch of abacuses. <laughs> <laughs> a flock of abacai? That's That right. sounds like a card. That does. If Wizards ever prints... That sounds like an uncard, just a bunch of flying abacus. Well, Abakai could be a new thing. It could be like a Yeah, it's Ishai's brother. There Abakai. we go. There we go. <laughs> it's Dumbledore's bird on Harry Potter, Abakai. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. So <clears throat> you can cut the duels. That'll save you like fourteen hundred dollars. You could build this deck for yeah, probably about four hundred bucks. Yeah. It's right. Not especially, too bad. Especially if you could want to maybe cut that doubling season. It's like eighty bucks. You can't cut doubling season out of a deck like this. You can't? You just can't. Okay. Well you can, but like nah, you, don't, the though. deck isn't as good. And that's, that's right. why doubling season needs to be be reprinted every single year until it's five bucks. Yeah, time or going for that shit. Yeah, like and just reprint it until it's worth nothing. Yeah. Because it's it's too good, it's too game breaking, it's always the best version of the card that it is, and it needs to be reprinted all the time. I don't care if somebody went out and did a big buyout of the promo foil. When like who? I don't care. I want people to be able to play this card because it's a casual EDH card and it doesn't need to be $80. We'll probably see it in Commander Legends. I bet you we'll see it in Spellbook Green or whatever it is. Or Commander Spellbook Green, what's it called? I think that I think it's Spellbook Green. But if it's <laughs> that's not... What, that's what we're fucking calling it. If it's not in there, it's a failure as a product. Because it failed to do the most basic thing that it could do, which is give the best green card in the green set. Like, just do it. More shots fired. You got some hot takes today. I like it. I'm on fire this morning. That's it. You hate on white. You hate on DJs. Throwing (laughs) out the challenge. You hating on the spellbook green. Yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm. Man, we, we fired gotta, up today. We got to uh, we got to definitely talk about that on our year in preview show oh, at the end of the month, right? I'm sure we will. Uh, maybe we'll know a little bit more about it by then, but probably not. Hopefully, we will. Spellbook Green. Yeah, that's what it's called. What are the, what's what's the stat for this deck? What did I say? How many cards care about counters? 
39. 39. Oh, baby. Let's do a quick spice calculator for DJ. Let's and do then it. we are going to fly out of here by the seat of our pants because we didn't shower. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> so 34 decks with Tana and Ishai on EDH Rec.com right that now. That is not very many. Well, they, they edited it to only be... Well, they edited it to only be the last two years worth of data to better represent like modern commander deck building theory craft, whatever their reasons for doing that is, right? Right. Fourth most popular ink treader combination. Fourth of eight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's in the 50th percentile. Yeah, it's right underneath Sidar, Kondo of Jura. What the fuck? Sidar and Ludovic <laughs> and right above Kadeli and Akiri. What the hell? What do they think when they name those partners? <laughs> Give me a break. That's another hot take. <laughs> oh man, hot takes with DJ. Man, that might be the name of the episode. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, three point six four average CMC of this deck, despite playing overload cards and hydras that have a CMC of two. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's it. I'm happy so, to hear that. So the average CMC is actually closer to like five probably when you cast them for what they actually cost. Like Rift is seven and Hydras are 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good on you, DJ. We like that. There's one tutor in the deck, right? Just that Spellseeker? That's all I saw, yeah. Well, that's good too. That's, that's awesome. We're fine yeah. with that. Yeah. And if, and if you cast the Spellseeker to find your Berserk to like win the game, it's probably fine. Definitely fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. This part is the tricky part, I think. There's 42 cards different in DJ's list than the air quotes stock list for Ishai and Tana on EDH Rec. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. I don't think that by and large that combination of commandies is uh, like a plus one, plus one strategy. No. It's like tokens because you're playing green and white and saplings because tana right yeah so we're playing plus one plus one counters 42 cards different you punch it all into the spice calculator dj's got himself a spice rating of 59.4 excellent definitely passes the 50 test yes so we like that it's where you want to be it's how you make a good deck i suppose yeah according to to us, us. yeah that's to right us and that is important because we are us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're us. And if we think the deck sucks, then what the hell are we even doing talking about it for an hour? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So big thanks to DJ for sending that in. And remember, everybody, check out his channel, his social medias. Everything will be in the show notes. Right. Want... Along with ours. That's right. Yeah. You want to do card of the week? I do want to do card of the of week. week. I, I forgot that, actually, until just right exactly now. What do you like? You like the deck. This is a very Brando deck. What do you think? Threw a little bit of a curveball this week. I like Winds of Abandon. A white removal spell. A white removal <laughs> spell. What? What kind? What have I become? Winds of Abandon for white one. It's a sorcery. Exile target creature you don't control. For each creature exiled this way, it's controller searches his or her library for a basic land card. Shuffles the library, puts the land in the battlefield tapped. Or you can overload it for white, white four. Sure. So it's Path to Exile for two or Wrath to Exile for f six. If you would like to play this marvelous card in any of your decks at home, it is $1.71 American cents. Uh, that would work out to roughly sixteen fifty Canadian. If you want to get that foil, it is a Modern Masters card, so the foil premium is very high. It's Modern Horizons card. That's what I meant. Thank you. It is 9 bucks American or 109 bucks Canadian. Yeah, there's almost like a... Like a 4x multiplier plus a little bit? I was going to say 10, <laughs> but sure. That's somewhere between 4 and 10x. <laughs> <laughs> but it's lots anyway. But it's, it's it's a cool card, and I I don't think I've ever played with it before. So I should. I'm going to get one. From face2facegames.com, they're Canada's biggest magic store. Got oh, there. there. There you go, just in case you forgot. We did get there <laughs> now that we're nearing the end of the show. That's right. Like the card. I like the deck. I like DJ. If you want to hear any other content creator that we previewed on our ARC kickoff show last week on YouTube, you can check out all the episodes this month. We've got, of course, DJ Today. We've got some MTG Lexicon, Drunken 
filthy casual, filthy drunken casual. <laughs> what's it, what's their tagline? It's uh, drunken filthy casual jank magic. We like them. We've got Josh Lacroix from the Command Zone or something. Yeah, never heard of him. Never heard of her. We've got something something like that lined up that we like very much, and we kick or and we round out the arc with our friend. Joy Schultz from EDH Recast. We've got a deck that you are going to have to fill me in on some of the theme because there is like a like an anime theme to it that I think that you know about that I don't. Oh, neat. I like when I know things. Yeah, so if anybody in CCO Nation's into any of that, we would welcome you to check it out wherever you pick up your podcasts or of course Commander Cookout com. Don't forget, new patron sign-up gift is a CCO sticker pack, and we are doing the Chulane deck giveaway, and of course, a new patron or listener subscriber Christmas gift every episode. Ooh. With all that, I'll flip it over. Final thought of the day. This was a great deck. It's a very me-style deck, so I'm appreciate, I appreciate that we got to start the arc off with it. Uh, thank you, DJ, very much for sending it in. I look forward to playing against it and beating it to death with one of my decks. I encourage everybody to check out DJ's YouTube content and this deck list, which will be in the show notes down below as well, because it is a really cool deck, and I think it would really lead into very fun, swingy games of Commander, which is what we all show up at the end of the day to play with one another. On that note... Thank you, everybody, for being here, and we're going to be back next week with somebody else's deck on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.